cook that shit up, Quay. I tell this I bound like Jordan. Like Give her a couple thousand, now she feeling important. Dick her down, she be gone by the morning. She got them ass shots that I like. Papa Addy would be fucking all night. She said she got a man, but it's alright. Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast, episode three, season two. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Julian, co host, Danny, Justin. You. Antoine is here with us. He goes by Antoine on the podcast, but he's Ant. And, and like, yeah. you know physical life <laughs> virtually and <laughs> audially spiritually it's antoine all right the dawn. antoine the dawn, the dawn. to yeah. some Antoine the dawn antoine. yeah oh yeah danny danny's gonna push our track out really hard we just gave him the uh I got we, just, the we just sent him the mp3 yeah <laughs> we sent the work over uh how they go um <laughs> What's it Dion called? Waiters used to do that. What's it even called? Did the Jersey Vocals come in yet? Something like that. Called? Oh, mm. we haven't named it yet. Honestly, we'll, we'll drop a name. It's untitled right now, but we'll drop. We'll, we'll give you guys a name. You know, look out for the track featuring uh, Sav and Jules. Those guys, you know, some young dudes Sav rapping out of Broward County. Yeah. Um, we discovered them, <laughs> and we just like what they're doing. So Danny's gonna start pushing their track oh, yeah. out. Uh, he might even start managing them. Who knows? But back to this sports episode. I'm be like the player coach. I'm a manager and I'm a rap. Mm, coach Ooh. K. Now I sing. I sing rap. Bill Russell. Rap sing. Bill Russell. He does it all. Facts. Bill Russell. Let's talk about sports, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> That's why we're here. Um, Jimmy Butler's still with the Timberwolves. It's funny. We haven't dropped two episodes. Allegedly. No. And he still didn't get traded yet. It might just happen tomorrow because we're doing the podcast today. <laughs> That's, That's usually always, how it works. Yeah, That's like, usually how it works. You know what? Shit always happens the day after we record. I'll take it. But right now, Minnesota's still in delusional wonderland where they are asking for uh, Richardson out of bio and a first. And a first round pick. A protected first round pick. Nobody else is even offering anything. We heard you know, Ben Simmons was, was requested when they asked. When Philly called, Dibs is tripping, uh, dog. I mean, he's just like, let's see if anybody's gonna shoot themselves in the foot before we have to, you know, risk a pinky. Houston, Houston's in hot pursuit too. I heard. Yeah, I heard they were. I don't think they are as much, especially since the asking price is high and they didn't want to get they rid can't. of PJ they, Tucker. Their offer was garbage too. Because if they give up anything more, then they're not gonna have a bench exactly. at this point. Right. I mean, what, what really more can they give up? Right. They've already, you know. They already had to go and get Melo because they lost Ariza. They lost Mbappe Mute. So they had to go and get Melo. So it's like now that you had to, you know, go and get Melo just to get, just to salvage something. Now what else do you give just for Jimmy Butler? And to be honest, I really don't think that's a good look for them. I think that's that's asking to spread the ball way too thin. I mean, you already have to give Melo his touches. Yeah. You know, obviously, Chris Paul... James Harden is just too ball dominant, and deservingly so to play. Yeah, deservingly so. And Chris Paul as well, like you said, um, Chris Paul knows what to do with the ball, as does James Harden. But once we see that now, Melo, you know, comes with high ask. Jimmy Butler would only bring that much more, and obviously he would bring a lot to the defensive end, where they, you know, 
Like, they can help. Yeah. They can use some help. He's an all-pro, you know, all-team defense type player. Uh, but I don't think the chemistry. Dudes on that team yeah, I don't anyway. think the chemistry is gonna work. They already financially, do have two like dudes. financially, it would never work. They just signed Capella. Right, just, yeah. they're going to be paying Chris Paul forty four million a year when he's thirty seven. Outside, yeah, and that and then I that's to stay did. relevant. That's yeah. a fucking joke that they would even could like nah. offered him that. Yeah, they're tripping. What are they doing? Four years, one sixty, something like that. Some shit. They gave Chris Paul a bag or oh, he's going to be thirty seven, making over yeah. forty million a year. That's that's ridiculous. Imagine if we were paying right now, D Wade. Yeah, forty-four yeah, million exactly. dollars. Like I, for one I mean, season, and, and don't get me wrong, Chris Paul season, is definitely playing at a ridiculous. higher level than Dwayne Wade right now. Yeah, but I think if Dwayne Wade got to the Eastern Conference Finals, his hamstrings would not have blown, and he would have been able to play every game in that series. Obviously, the usage is different. Chris Paul is running and gunning, and and you know starting, and he's actually, yeah, he's playing thirty-two minutes a game, if not more. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, like I said, I like you said, he's 30, 35 years old. I yeah. think also the big thing is if you get Jimmy Buckets, then you, you kind of force You have to have metal play a bench role, and I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're going to have to just be real and, and just say that the Heat are the only people that are really going to get Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. and what is it going to take? What is Riley? Supposedly, I heard... Um, oh, Riley told him to get his fucking act together. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right, he told get your house in order. Yeah, yeah, get your fucking house in order. And, and they asked up. Byron Scott if he thinks Pat Riley actually said it. He said, "Yeah, it's a Pat Riley thing to say." Yeah. But I bet right now, I bet right now, these past couple weeks, you know, Pat Riley's mad as hell that all his business is aired out there, and they they just won't stop talking about Miami and regarding trades and shit. Because you know, he's always very low key. The Heat are yeah. very low key when it comes to off season shit. We As don't. In, we don't want to make our players. There's never any rumors coming out of South Beach when it comes to like shit like that. Yeah, we don't ever want to make any player feel like you know they're not welcomed here. Or we don't want them because now you know Justice Winslow. Imagine his mindset going into the season um, with less than what two weeks, less than two weeks, the NBA season starts. Mm-hmm. So the Heat want to get this deal done if they're going to get a deal done. Fibs wants to get a deal done. You know, Jimmy Butler wants to play. He's not going to play for the Timberwolves. So everybody's kind of in a rush. But the Timberwolves are the only ones holding themselves up because we see that they have no leverage in this deal whatsoever, yeah. but they still won't bend, you know? But they and also have the asset. They, have, they still have the thing you want. But the thing you want, what happens if you keep him? He, he doesn't want you. Yeah, he's not so playing. it's not like, you know, if we'll trade him for you. If not, you know, we're good. Like, no, if you don't trade him, you don't have nothing. So you kind of don't have that. The asset's kind of just... Just like there, you yeah, know what I mean? It's just, yeah, it's just like like this trade should have been done two weeks ago. Yeah, it's literally Thibs. Thibs is the one holding this shit up. The asking is yeah, asking price. I think it's gotten to the point where, kind of like you said, you know how Pat is, but then I, I feel like it's gotten to the point where like, like you said, like really the Heat. Well, I mean before they were the front runners, but now it's kind of like the only one left. Right. So then it gets to a point where I, I know Pat's kind of like in a position where listen. We're comfortable with our team. Like, right. You know, we know what we have. We're comfortable. Well, you know, what, what we have now, we'll ride with for the season. Mm-hmm. You, on the other hand, you're put in a position where you can't insert Jimmy Butler back into that locker room. He's openly voiced, especially, you know, with him and Wiggins, gone, that, whole, that whole back and forth. Plus, Towns said he doesn't want to play in the same locker room as him. Yeah. And they just signed Towns to that fucking extension. Exactly. So he's, like, Jimmy's out of the picture for them. 
Yeah, he's out of town, but that's what I, that's what I don't understand. You know, there's less than two weeks still to, to the regular season. Yeah, so it's like you're so Pat's kind of like you're in more need of this than we are at this point. So Pat's kind of just like at this point the balls are he'll wait. Court. Yeah, really? he'll wait. No, that asking price is going to come down because I feel like the closer you get to the season, like you're in realization that you have basically this player that's it's not he's not going to be there. right. That's what I'm saying. Pat Riley will just sit and wait and he'll be exactly. patient, knowing that. He's, you know, it's like one of those things where you, you got your girl and she's mad and then you, you, you stop worrying about her and she'll be like, damn, hey, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, Dibs, what catches me off guard and what may, is actually funny is that we were talking about the owner of the team telling front office men of the league, hey, if you guys can't reach a deal with Dibs or the front office, hit me up. Yeah. And the owner doesn't want to keep him. He's so like, where, nah, get where him has out. But he Thibs been, is the one who's trying but to. But where has he been since that comments? What since since mm-hmm. that day? You know what I mean? I, well, we haven't seen that the owner. Technically, the rushing date deadline would be the trade deadline. Like, no, no, Jimmy Butler's done in Minnesota. Yeah, he's not going to play for the season. So why are you? They will keep. It don't matter. No, you because you're losing somebody in your rotation and you're not replacing it with somebody who can the, the they went to the playoffs last year and you they can't miss the playoffs this year and expect for jobs to be safe. They but can't who expect are they anything. Expecting to replace Jimmy Butler and sustain their team, especially in the situation. If they can get a Justice Winslow for Jimmy Butler and a draft pick, you would be way more happy. Team? Um, no, no, probably not, but. Losing Jimmy, they're saying. they're out of the playoffs. So they're already losing Jimmy. That's already a given. Right. You already boom. All right. Now we got to work on the future. So I'll give Thibs until the season starts. But if he's keeping like all right, boom, he keeps fucking up. He keeps throwing away right. offers. Now I'm gonna get whatever I can get for him. You know. Just so you think they'll let it rock by the trade deadline? Yeah. I think they to. would. I think they would hold out to the trade deadline. Okay. But you also have to look at it as kind of like he was saying, messing up the rotation. You got to think. Okay, now that. You're not. You're taking that one player, and you know essentially you're not replacing him. Now you have to give more minutes to other players, and now you're giving more minutes to other players, sustaining them to injury. I mean, you got to think it's an 82, 82 game season. Whether they make the playoffs or not, they're looking at the future. So okay. and this guy's literally getting paid to sit on the bench and not do anything. My thing is, okay, you hold out to the trade deadline because you know you, you want to look at it as we can play this game, but. Being like we're looking at it as outsiders who you know we can say okay the Timberwolves just they're not going to make the playoffs so you know whatever like no they're looking at it like we're coming in here every day working hard we're trying to make the playoffs they think without him or with him they can make it so Mm -hmm. the the players do you know what I'm saying so you're not going to have your players going through this through this drama like he's a cancer yeah and you gotta you gotta cut it I understand you know what I'm saying the players also boom you got more playing time for the younger players. It's, a, it's still a 13-man roster, so there's still 12 other players, two more coming off the bench that probably weren't going to get playing time, and now we're gonna get, we'll get... You got to fight time. for the playoffs, man. I can't see the Timberwolves going from, okay, we don't have Jimmy Butler, so we're going to quit this season. Like, we're just nah, going to quit. You still have Andrew not. Wiggins. You still have Carl Anthony Towns, who are two young so players who, who can merge. play. Give they them, can play. This is their shot to take over and emerge. But why not they give them help for, for what you they, have? They don't have a good stigma in the league. Why not give them help? For no, somebody course, who wants to be there, you, you know what I mean? want to do that, but, you know, the situation's not perfect. It's already not perfect with him wanting out. I just don't see... Ah, oh, man, I don't know. I also heard that they were trying to package uh, Jang in a deal, too. I heard that right, they're yeah, trying to they get, rid get rid of his, his contract. $48, 48 million. What does he have? 
three years left? Two years left? Two, probably. Or two. Three. Yeah, because you know, typically. Honestly, more... we'll take him on. You know that. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, especially Miami has a history yeah. of getting a disgruntled stars. Spo is crazy about this dude, about Jimmy, obviously, because he's like the ideal Miami Heat player, literally. Sure. Like, when you think of Miami Heat culture, you think Jimmy Butler, like a middle-of-the-pack, first-round, whatever, grinded to an all-pro, like, mm-hmm. top-15 player in the league. Like Developed. It, exactly. Like, that's the type of player you think of when you think of the Miami Heat, real shit. Like, so Spo wants him. Wade obviously wants him. Like, I don't think Pat's going to give up on this one. It's ultimately going to happen, especially over the years, missing out on Kyrie, missing out on Gordon Hayward, missing out on Kevin Durant mm-hmm. ever since LeBron left, like, Pat knows he's got to do something. That with the cap situation, like this is the only time to. Yeah, this bro. Is the, the Jimmy, the only time you trade. That we you can. trade for Jimmy now, yeah. and then in two years when our cap is up and Jimmy's locked up, we got space. Bring in somebody else. Like having a star like that. That's the it, biggest that's, thing. That's when the doors open to bringing exactly. to attracting more talent. That's the bro. biggest thing. Pat Riley doesn't want to miss the opportunity of being able to get Jimmy Butler in this deal. So um, let's talk about. Max Kellerman. <laughs> Let's talk about that. What happened with Max Kellerman? Antoine. Yeah. <laughs> Antoine. Going around town, ESPN first take, uh, the jump everywhere, talking about how by the end of the season, Kevin Durant will be a fifth. Maybe. Fifth, he said maybe, maybe. Maybe a fifth, the fifth best player in the league. So. <laughs> maybe yeah, the fifth? Maybe the fifth. He says entering the season, he's around three. This? Maybe three right Max now. Max Kellerman said yeah. that. Right? At the end of the season, maybe I thought he was fifth. smart. I thought he was too. I fuck with him. I mean, yo, the KD's the second fifth. best player in the league right now. Nah. Stay off no. the weed. Nah. Anthony Davis is the second best player in the league right now. Okay. No, I he's not. Know. No, he's not. It's LeBron James, what Kevin Durant. Based off of? I'm going based off of all the stats. And first of all, the resume next to each other. They don't compare. Okay, now, obviously, but the teams also don't compare. The teams don't compare, but the teams that Kevin Durant was on even before the Warriors, it was yeah, a good team, but it wasn't. What do you? Demarcus you Cousins and hold on, Demarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. Uh, James Harden. Okay, this was 2012 when, when James, James Harden, Harden wasn't super. Du- okay, but what I'm saying is. How many years was that? That he was six man of the year? One year. And the years before that, was he as good? No. And then the years after that, he left, and it was just Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook for a good four years. A good... Almost five. Almost five, six years. He was relatively long. I think he won the sixth man, like, maybe, like, his second... His second or third season. He came to the league Mm -hmm. in, what, 09? He probably won 2011. Or maybe he won the year that he won the year in the finals. finals, Yeah, twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Yeah. Anyways, we're talking about Kevin Durant and we're talking about Anthony Davis. Yeah. Kevin Durant has won the scoring title four times. Thank you. He's won the MVP. Yeah, but two times. He's won the finals MVP two times. He's a back-to-back champion. What the topic is? He's the best scorer in the league. Starting this season. Starting this season and the end of this season. So, okay, cool. His resume is nice, but what about last season? What are the stats for last season? As a matter of fact, remember, he played that? for yeah, the Pelican, I mean, for the Warriors. So, look at the stats for the last season he spent on OKC. 
They went to. They almost beat the Warriors three. They were up three one on the Warriors, and they lost the lead. Okay. Kevin Durant. Russell Westbrook, um, Dion Waiters. Yeah. Um, yeah, You know, but missing shots though. Yeah, but this not the argument. The argument is player wise. Like I, I don't really know the answer to settle the argument. Like I was trying to tell y'all, but if you look at the numbers, that Anthony Davis has it. No. Career numbers, bro. What are we talking about? Anthony Davis being better than Kevin Durant because he had a better season offensive. last year? Offensive. Because he had a better season last year? Efficient. Numbers wise? Last two years, last three years, offensive and defensive. Kevin efficient. Durant has been on the the best team in the league for the last two years, and he hasn't had to do half of what he had to do. That's why I said three. But that's not that doesn't make Anthony Davis better than him. I mean, yeah, it does. Especially, all right, boom. You go from your go-to option on the team to the second, third option, whatever. Your skills, you're not focusing on your skills. You're not focusing on the game. You're not learning new shit. You're not breaking down defenses. You're just going along with the flow. Anthony Davis has been the go-to. Nah, bro, this man is almost one defensive player of the year this year type. Like, he stepped up. He was top five defensive players in the league. Did he lead the league in blocks? Anthony Davis. Okay, then. No, that's fine. That's just on one end of the floor. No, he finished the top five. And in offense, too. Been in offense, too. Alright. See, that, that, I don't know how to settle that. That's yeah. why it's like... Alright. My thing is, don't get me wrong. Like, if the question was, if you were to start a franchise today, who would you build around? I think we would, it's unanimous. We'd all pick Anthony Davis, right? 25. Mm-hmm. He's just, get, he's just getting started. He'll get you 25-13, averages, what, three blocks a game. I mean, With 30 the, points yeah, and the, the, the ceiling is so high for this dude. We've seen him running the floor more, running the ball more. I mean, he used to play point guard in high school, so it's not mm-hmm. nothing new for him. You know, he's, well, been, he's, been, he's been extending his game to a three-point line, all that. But, but KD, dog. But it's funny. K- KD, all right. The thing with KD. It's funny uh, you let's, say let's, this. Let's look at this. He's like the fucking greatest scorer. Let, let's, time, take, let's take away the I fact that he plays. Steph has a better scorer than KD. No, but let's take a fact that he. KD's it's effort. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But yeah, let, let's take away from the fact that he plays for the best team in the league, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when KD went, he's only played KD for went that to that team. Two years. He. Now, it would have been different if, let's say, he was riding the coattail, so to speak. I mean, let's, let's be honest. The last two times that they played the Cavs in the finals, the Cavs could have easily won either Christ. one of those, yeah. if not both. Mm-hmm. And KD. If KD had not been on that team. That's why KD's two-time finals MVP. Yeah, understand. I mean, especially... But when what was you it? don't have to carry them for the whole team, then that's what's going to happen. You but, get a couple shots, you end up as a Ray Allen with a Ray Allen moment. Mm, that's man, what Kevin Durant No is way. You're, yo, you're a super hating. If you're going to say Kevin Durant <laughs> had a Ray <laughs> Allen moment in the NBA Finals, Kevin Durant was playing as good as LeBron James was playing in the NBA Finals. Kevin Durant was playing the best basketball of his career in the NBA Finals these past two years, bro. And... That's why he won the Finals MVP both years because when Steph was playing as good as he played in 2015, Andre Iguodala had his Ray Allen moments, and he was the one who stepped up and won the Finals MVP because he was doing his little thing. Kevin Durant came to this team and made it his when it had to be his because when when Steph Curry was not the healthiest, when Steph Curry was getting matched up on a harder matchup, Kevin Durant put the team in a position to – See, the way it is, and, like, the fans' aspect, like, like the fans, it's kind of like what happened in Miami. Like, we all understand, like, Wade's Mr. 305, like, the Miami mm-hmm. Heat are Dwayne Wade, right? 
But when LeBron was here, it was LeBron's team. For sure. Well, from a basketball standpoint. Now, us being, you know, Heat fans, they're like, you know, Wade, that's that's Mr. Miami. That's 305. Mm-hmm. The same thing in... Uh, I don't think the same, thing, the same thing in Golden State, though. Like, that, in the fans' point of view... I don't think he went to Golden State being the best player. How not? So. What do you mean, how not? The other... First of all, you lost to them. That's just one. You lost to that same the, team. Your team lost and, to the best team. Yeah. You didn't have a best... You didn't have the best game in the season. I mean, in the... You didn't have the best game out of everybody on the floor. Steph bodied you. So you're Played, saying... Now you're saying you. Steph... Now you're saying Steph Curry's better than Kevin Durant? Yes. Scoring, especially if you're talking about scoring. Yeah. So now this is where the conversation derails. Because that's what y'all are talking about, go, scoring. No. No. What do you mean no? Did you not? What do you mean no? That's not the whole argument. That's basically I said the resume. My resu- my thing was the resume. He's a two-time finals MVP. He's an MVP in the league. He's top five defensive player this year. Scoring champion four years in a row. That's what I'm talking about. Anthony Davis don't have a scoring title. Anthony Davis don't have a defensive player of the year. He don't have an MVP. He don't Since- have a, a playoff. What? How many playoff wins does he have? Five? Come on, bro. You're not going to tell me that Kevin Durant is not better. And Steph Curry is not better than Kevin Durant because if you put Kevin Durant on the floor and you need a, a bucket against anybody, he can do it. Curry can't. That's not true. Okay. Since Durant joined the Warriors, his, def- his defensive efficiency has gotten better every year. This is the best defensive he's had in his whole, his whole career. AD. Danny's quiet. But, I'm but wondering. The difference, all right, I'm let's, wondering let's, let's why. Be honest. The, the difference, but the biggest difference between Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis, as much as I like Anthony Davis, as much as I, you know, the ceiling is so high for Anthony Davis, it's ridiculous. To be honest, it's still early. You know, KD's yeah. 30, AD's 25. Who knows? For all but we we're know, talking about right now. No, no, yes, right, now for, right now. For all we know, Anthony Davis could finish with more rings or whatever. But right now, you can, and this is. From the whole time we've seen basketball, we've seen what the Browns of the world, the Kobe's of the world, the Jordans of the world. We've never seen an, an unstoppable player like Durant. You can, you literally nobody can guard, nobody can guard this man. You we can't, you cannot guard Durant. We have seen plenty of people. I've seen explode. Durant get stopped before. Explode off way better. I think Durant stopped right now. No, I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about right now. Even recently, we've seen people go off better than Kevin Durant has. Offensively, when it what's, 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 Wait, what's, Durant, but, what's but, even Durant's? Uh, but Kevin Durant. What's, what's Kevin Durant doesn't game? have to go off what's right now. Um, I can check that right now. Fifty something probably. No, but I'm saying KD like career high. But I'm saying like fifty two. Fifty two. Okay. Fifty four. I'm sorry. But we're talking about clutch moments when 54. it matters. When he had a fifty two point game and a fifty four point game and a fifty one point game. Other players are clutcher than Kevin Durant. We're not talking okay. about he's the most clutch. I'm he's not saying not, he's he the most clutch. That, that point up. That he's more clutch than AD. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. the numbers say it. How many, how many game winners? How many game winners does Kevin Durant have versus Anthony Davis? Look it up. Look it up. Since we, since numbers say it, right? Because the numbers lead to AD. You're trying to argue against the no. numbers. You can't bring up no. the numbers to help your case. I'm talking, I can talk about clutch game-winning shot numbers. I can. I can. That's just being in the game longer. I mean, I ain't going to find it. There's only video links, but... Hey, at the end of the day, we, we, like, Anthony Davis hasn't even entered, like, he's just gotten to his prime, probably. Like, he just started we, it. You know he what I'm saying? And we're, we're, we're going to say that he's better than somebody that's been doing this and he's still doing it. 
even he's still better, getting, he's still and you're still getting, 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 getting better. better. Yeah, he's still getting better. I don't get it. I don't get that argument. Doesn't make sense to me. I feel like he's like a baby giraffe. Like he's still learning how to walk, but AD's still so fucking good. And we're not taking it exactly. We're just this is honestly. I think AD's the third best player in the league. If that makes it any, I think that makes it any better. I think so too. It's, so mine's too. LeBron, KD, AD, and then I agree. and then literally everybody else underneath. Nah, healthy Kawhi, healthy Over Kawhi. No, no, no. At four. At four. At four. Then you can say everybody yeah. else. Yeah, and, say, yeah, and KD and, and healthy Kawhi. It's like bro. Yeah, your five could really be in. Yeah, your five could really be James Harden, Steph. You know, some people want to say Giannis. I don't put Giannis there. Steph. Yet. I would have to put. Yeah, you have to put yeah. Steph. I could the greatest. Put, I could not put James Harden in my top five. I couldn't either. We're gonna come back to this halfway through the season. Yeah. Yeah. This was fun. I'd still, um, I'm one of those people who thinks Russ is better than James Harden. Um, I don't know if that's crazy or not. It's not crazy, but... It sounds like it shouldn't be like an outlandish. I mean, I think here. he plays... Russ definitely plays with more energy on both sides of the floor. Mm-hmm. He's de- like Harden's, James Harden's, Harden's defense, he could never be a top five player. James in the Harden's unguardable on one-on-one. Like... Uh, yeah. Nobody can guard James Harden one on one. I don't care who you put on. He's a bitch, dog. Hey, <laughs> if you gonna hate and just say that, then that's that. But I am hating, bro. Reality says that I don't like his game. Dog. People he's can't get the foul. Yeah. that's what reality says. That yeah. too. But hey, that that's what that's a part that makes him unguardable in this NBA. Yeah, in this. NBA. So he's he's still done. It. He's still a top three scorer in the league. He's still an MVP. He's still an MVP candidate for two straight years. I guess. Um. We not gonna hate on James Harden here. Come on now. Oh, wow. I will. I will but, proudly. I would proudly hate on him. I don't hate on nobody. Like him. Well, I hate on the Yankees. We could talk Yankees real quick. <laughs> Let's do that. It was a. It was a good game out in Fenway Park. Game one of the ALDS. Yeah, don't worry. And um, the Red Sox took off to a three. Hold on. Hold on. Slow, three three slow. zero. Why? Why? Trying to come up with what you trying to. No, I'm, I'm actually. <laughs> yeah, like. uh. we, well, we're talking about sports, and I'm I'm actually updating everything. So I'm about to go down of how the game went. That's all I was gonna do. And I was gonna biased, say. Uh, okay, go ahead. Well, yeah, of course. This is my team. All right, I can't then, do so that. Why even do that? Let's just talk about the game. You gonna well, take your time. Look, JD Martinez in his first game as a Boston Red Sox because this is history. He hit a home run, three run home run. We went up three. Chris Sale was wheeling and dealing all the way to the sixth inning. Mm. We ended up taking him out, and they had a long, uh, I believe it was a long sixth inning. If it wasn't, if it wasn't that inning when they took him out, and they scored two runs. All right, he pitched what? Excellent. Yeah, that was it. Was it was crazy? The umpire though that we noticed was was on on call money. Balls and strikes, borderline calls, everything. Um, Aaron Judge hit a home run to try to get a spark in him, but Stanton came up short, struck out when it counted. And uh, game two tomorrow, we'll be excited. And uh, I think tomorrow is Severino pitching. I'm not sure who's pitching for the Yankees tomorrow. It should be Severino. Or um, Boone. I'm sorry? Not sure. We'll see tomorrow. <laughs> Craig Kramer with the four-hour save. I appreciate that. Uh, 
Milwaukee is up 2-0 on the Rockies. Mm. Yesterday, Christian Yelich, who the Marlins let go, another player. We're talking about Giancarlo Stanton. We're talking about Giancarlo Stanton. MVP. Who was an MVP. And then we're talking about Christian Yelich, who can be the MVP who this year. Most who likely should be will win the International MVP. League for yeah. the Brewers. Oh, Tanaka, yes. He hit a two-run home run. Shut them boys out today. And then Milwaukee Milwaukee's today. Nice, bro. Milwaukee's again. looking nice. Maybe sell the Marlins. Four zero. Sell the Marlins. It was four zero. I want to see. Uh, Tanaka versus Price. Yeah, I mean, I, we need to come out offensively. Us being the Red Sox, offensively, and, and put up at least six, seven runs. I think because Price, uh, I'm gonna be pretty scared with Price throwing that fastball around. Um, so we need a win tomorrow to secure that home field. Because we can't go to the Bronx, you know, 1-1 with mm-hmm. them having the advantage. Obviously, we can always push the game five and come back home. But at home, we got to take care of business. And then all we got to do is win one in New York. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I am saying? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Butters. Houston, by the way. <laughs> Houston, by the way, is up uh, two games to none. Or actually, their first game was today. They won 7-2 versus the Indians. Indians actually a good team. Uh, George Springer, Altuve went back-to-back on dingers today. And the Dodgers beat the Atlanta Braves 6-0 yesterday and took a 2-0 lead by beating them 3-0 today. Two shutouts for the Braves. Poor Braves. Everybody saw the video with Yasiel Puig. Did you see it? No. He, he was getting interviewed by an ESPN reporter in the locker room after the um, the game where they clinched the division in the in the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, how do you feel? He's like, man, in a Spanish accent, you know, we're going to beat Atlanta and then whoever's after, whether it's Milwaukee or whoever, we're going to go back to the World Series and we're going to we're gonna beat them and we're going to win the World Series this year. And he was just, just going off, off a high, yes. like a body high, yeah. Super confident, though. And, I mean, look, they shut out the Braves two times and um, – that's our baseball talk for this week. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into college football real quick. It's UM, FSU week. I know you guys don't really care. You know, you're a you're a Gator fan. and I'm neutral, yeah. I'm neutral. He's like a We're getting off a half Badger fan. So We're getting off the bye I week. feel like it's, it's funny. College football is probably the only sport where you root for your rivals to win because when you play them it means more if you beat them if they have like a good record right 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 it's really weird when it's I like saw you Florida State them, like me like obviously like I hate Georgia but I'm like damn like I need Georgia to keep winning like in case like we play them and then we beat them it just looks better it's weird so it's like I need FSU to win because we play them at the we always play them at the end of the year even though I hate FSU I really do my thing is like when FSU played Virginia Tech I was I was like well I hope I hope Virginia Tech wins because I feel like Virginia Tech is the better team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when we play Virginia Tech, it'll look better. Right. Obviously, Virginia Tech lost to Old Dominion last week. Oof. And this week, they play... Kansas. No. No. They play a really good game. No, I think uh, they play Notre Dame. They play Notre Dame. And they just changed their quarterback. They're averaging 580 yards in these last two games where they made their quarterback change. So, it's not looking good for Virginia Tech. But... That means if we win and Virginia Tech loses, Clemson wins, 
you know, we're the second best team in the ACC, as we should be. I still think, regardless of the win losses, I still think we are. And, the and second watching best that team last game, Clemson versus Syracuse, Clemson is vulnerable. They could have easily lost that game. I Sy- think Syracuse is tough. Syracuse is fucking Clemson's kryptonite. They no, are, but Syracuse is a very Fight for the orange. <laughs> no, nah, Syracuse is a very good team this year. Like they're tough. Yeah, yeah like their record isn't reflect like how good they are. They're gonna play a spoiler for. Like I teams. think the whole Kelly Bryant situation really shattered things. It did. In Clemson, it did. one on, you know, I feel like he had a good relationship with all his teammates. And, and Trevor Lawrence, I'm sure he's going to gain the respect. He already has it because of just how good he is as a quarterback. Um, he but, clearly has it from Dallas, yeah. But, you know, Kelly Bryant took them to the national championship, or he took them to the uh, semifinal last year. And, you know, he lost. But all season he played good. Comes in this year, has the starting job. We all know the story of Trevor Lawrence. You know, he's, he was recruited last year. We knew he was going to come in and do this good. Comes in, starts splitting time mid-game. You know, we saw him play versus Texas A&M, throw, his first, yeah. throw a touchdown pass on his first career pass. Because, you know, because Clemson and offense, they were getting up early. Dabo Sweeney said, listen, I think this is the guy we got to go with. We're going to stick with him for the year. He's the starter. So, Kelly Bryant... He didn't want to stay and ride the bench and waste a year of eligibility, so he said he's going to drop off the team, play JUCO, get a redshirt year so he can come back next year and start another senior year. Um, where do you think he ends up? Before I, what I, before we talk about where he ends up, this brings back the fact that Clemson's a little shaken up by this because they had a leader in Kelly Bryant and now Trevor Lawrence has to find that leadership mentality mm-hmm. and really hone into it to take this team because this team is a national championship caliber team so he has to take them as a true freshman winning the job with no you know ex- more experienced quarterback there he's the the best guy there and versus Alabama if he plays them versus Auburn you know whoever's going to be in that top four in the college playoff or Miami in the that ACC championship you know what I mean Ohio State or some shit that's it's, a big stage right that's there. gonna be big so um I think it really shook it up for for Clemson and Dabble Sweeney they're gonna clean it up they're gonna figure it out they're a good team they have a great pass rush they have good wide receivers Hunter Renfro Renfro has been consistent oh, all year next fucking uh, Edelman right there bro. Etienne who's that who's that that true freshman on there disgusting I'm not even sure oh I know you're talking about I seen a highlight of him yeah, nah, fucking pancake yeah. fucking quarterback yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah exactly. I think that was against Q's. But, it was, it was. But um, to go back to your question, I think we could see Kelly Bryant go to maybe in Oklahoma. You know, Kyler mm-hmm. Murray's last year because he's going to go play in the MLB. He got drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, he's putting up Heisman numbers right Yo, now. for he's, real. He has the highest quarterback rating in the last in – the, in the first 15 games – what was it? What was the stat? What was the stat? It was the highest QBR. I don't know. In his first 15 games, I think. Well, I know right now, two two is first in QBR, and then Kyler Murray's right behind him. Right. Like two two has 98 percent. Yeah, he's like 95. Yeah, he's right? 97. Kyler Murray's 97. Listen, they're playing out of their minds right now, and that Heisman race. If they keep playing like this, which they could. Um, it's going to be closer than people expect. 
Yeah. I think it'll be closer. And people were talking about Will Greer, which he's having a good season. He yeah, was dealing Haskins, with the injury. Haskins from Ohio State. Dwayne Haskins. Bro, Haskins, every time I see his fucking stat line, dog, he'll be like 13 of 17 with five touchdowns. It's just crazy, bro. I'm just looking at all these quarterbacks. I'm like, damn, what's the next one? Who's the next one for the Bro, Dolphins? For the Dolphins? There's so yeah. much. <laughs> Who's fucking, the next one for the awkward orange? Dog, there's so much young quarterback talent right now. It's ridiculous. There's talent, That's period. Why. It's fucking that. ridiculous. There's, there's a lot of talent, period. So, right? Mm-hmm. They can, the Giants can scoop one of these dudes that are killing college football right now. The Dolphins can, too. Yeah. Real shit. This is the time to get quarterbacks, bro. Hell, yeah. I mean... How come we had to have Rodgers? Can't draft none of these cats. <laughs> right? Like, yo. What a problem to have, Danny. Right? Must be nice to be a Dolphins fan. Oh, yeah, they pay him all that money. <laughs> Must be nice to be a Dolphins fan. Wow. I don't know if that was grimy or... That was hilarious, actually. Yeah. I'm out here cracking jokes. It's all good. I'd like to have fun. <laughs> Only the few will get that. Let's talk NFL. Let's. National Football League. Football. Um, uh, that's what they called it now? Yeah, right. Football is Tom Brady, 500 touchdown passes. Is he the GOAT? Nope. Nah. No, sir. A-Rod. Nope. Okay. I guess we're going to have to jump me tonight, but uh, oh, I do think man. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. We're going to talk about this. Uh, we are going to talk about this. Where's that pen at? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to finish this and then we'll talk about it. That's what we're going to do. Tom Brady. I'm not high enough to talk about Since this. 2001, has five Super Bowl rings. Damn. He's gone, he's gone to the Super Bowl eight times. Damn. He lost three. And he can't beat yeah. the Giants. That's crazy. Aaron Rodgers 1-0 in the Super Bowl. Let me know when y'all done. He's batting 1,000. But he leaves. He leaves. He leaves mid mid Aaron Rodgers conversation. That's all I got to say. No, real quick though, before I let you finish, nah, I was just playing. Nah, I really I'm being sarcastic. I, I, nah, honestly, I think Brady's the good. I'm being sarcastic. Why? Because I just said that? Or no, no, no. Because no. you was kind of confident. No, no, no. Hold on. Because when I asked you, you said it twice, and now you're trying to let me let me explain, and then and then you could be like, yeah, you're right. You don't got to tell me that you think so too. Brady's the goat. So, oh look. No. Uh. He, bro, he's the most decorated. He's Damn, been, he's, I just I just said since he's been, 2001. He's been doing it. He's been doing it since fucking five since, of eight in the Super Bowl. Since Drew Bledsoe went down, he's been doing this shit every season. Yeah, what's up? You change your mind? Look at his team. You Look change at your that mind? Offensive line. No, he. Ain't Look changed. at yo. He had Randy Moss. No, he ain't changed. No, I ain't changing my fucking mind. For what Look at what Rodgers had had to work with. Mm-hmm. Okay. You trying to make me switch sides? So, Bro, so, so you're gonna tell see, me? I think Brady. Then, I think Brady. And then if we talk about what QBR, Rogers the highest of all time. That? Yeah, Aaron's hard, uh, okay. highest of all time. Um, touchdown to interception ratio. Yeah. Like, what do we? What are we talking about? Five hundred touchdowns. No, but the ratio to picks. What about the ratio to A-Rod's Super Bowls? We're, hold on, let's. Okay, A-Rod's not too far behind. Okay, we're we're forgetting things here. Playoff wins, playoff stats, playoff touchdowns, uh, game-winning. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Game-winning comeback drives, um, accolades, passing yards all time, uh, passing touchdowns in a single season. 
Peyton got uh, that. The it, most. Bro, Aaron's still only was it 33. Super Bowl by, by one that's player. A, that's another. But we're talking. What was that? Most yeah, Super Bowls yeah, by one player? Yeah, he is five? Yeah. off his career. He's, he's coming okay. in. He, Aaron's only off. 34. Okay. I on the cake, whatever. But so, cream, you know, so you can't. So top. then if Aaron Rodgers is only First 34, how can you give him the GOAT? Because he's. Come on. He's not even ready for that number yet. He's not even. But look at this. You talking about. Hold on. He's, you talking about he's only 33 years old. And, and oh, he has one Super Bowl. Oh, how many playoff wins does he have? Like, and you're going to try to put him next to him? What about trying to put him next to Joe Montana? That's kind of disrespectful there. When I talk about it realistically... Because that never happened. Because we didn't watch that, right? That's crazy. When I talk about it realistically, like without making jokes, because I love to crack my jokes, whatever. When it comes to just purely playing the position, in my opinion, Aaron is the the best player to ever play the position. But that's not the question. Because LeBron James... The greatest player to play the position of all time. What is that the question, bro? So then this goes back to the, all, no. the, all the goal arguments of how you spin it to... Right, it's not about what, spinning what it. It's not about spinning it. You, it you being because loud LeBron, don't have to make your point. You could, you could talk normal. Shit, though, I know, but I was the first one to call you out, though. <laughs> um, but with the LeBron argument, it's the same shit. Because when people compare LeBron to Michael Jordan, it's, it's the winning versus the, what, on-court presence? I guess you would say no uh, offensive mind IQ no. uh, being able to get your teammates to be better but that's not the argument the argument here is what I'm saying is that to throw the ball who can make the better throw on the run who can make the sidearm throw yeah Aaron Rodgers could do that but who wins the game in the playoffs who wins the games when it's two minutes left who wins the games when in the Super Bowl who comes back from 25 down in the Super Bowl who's done that who has 500 touchdowns in their career who had had what, 50 touchdowns in a year? Like, come on. We yeah, can't forget the, about this because best. y'all don't like him or, you, or, 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 or you're a Giants fan. Like, that, you're bro. really doing when that. Did I say that. When did I put him like, oh, he's just not even you're, in the The fact that you're telling me Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT because you didn't even mention nobody else. And Aaron Rodgers isn't even rightfully to be in the GOAT conversation yet. That's not true, man. Because like you said it yourself, he's the better quarterback. So now you're going He's a better thrower. Sorry. Played. He's a better thrower. Sorry. In my opinion. Time played no. And team played with. So then, so then you have to wait for Aaron Rodgers. You got to wait, bro. You got to wait. All right. Real quick, because you were bringing up the Jordan and LeBron comparison. With All right. First off, the sport in uh, basketball is way more of a team sport. I mean, yeah, football is way more of a team sport than basketball for the simple fact that in basketball, it can only take one player just to go off and have a bigger impact on the game. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's more of a criticism with LeBron and Jordan because it's more of like a single-person accolade. In football... It's the whole team. It's the whole team, the whole but, offense. Because you, you don't play both sides. You have an offense, you have a defense. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people want to say, oh, well, uh, Brady had Belichick. Well, last time I checked... And Rodgers has always had McCarthy. And he's always had a decent offensive line. He's always had uh, weapons in the wide receiver. He had Greg Jennings, Donald Driver. Uh, what was your tight end? Jermichael, uh, Jermichael Finley. Jermichael like Finley. He had, no, but he had somebody else that was a reliable tight end back in the Bennett. day. Um, Bennett. Bennett was a reliable tight end. Bro, he came right after. What? No, 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 not Martellus, not Martellus. Bro, what was his name, bro? What was his name, like in 2009? The white dude? No, bro, damn, that's crazy. Probably. Trying to think. Whatever. To be fair, though, Donald Driver was what? Seventh round pick. Like, a lot of these guys, like... But how great was Donald Driver? Is he not Hall of Famer? He ended up being... 
I think he is a Hall of Famer. If no, not now, sure. I'm saying, do you think he'll get in? Donald Driver? It's hard to say. That's another that's, conversation yeah, we would have to get but into. Also, that, but Brady also has now the record after throwing that touchdown to Josh Gordon. For the most. For the most. He touchdown threw touchdowns to 73 yeah. different players. Mm-hmm. That's the most. That's true. So it's like every year Brady's receiving. I feel like every year Brady's running back changes. And running back. His running backs change. His receivers change. It doesn't matter. He's going to get them the ball, the and he's going to get them in the end zone. Nah, nah. They haven't had a line every – first of all, they have two rookies playing right now on their line. Yeah, as of the last two years. As of the last two years when Will That's Ford not won. a lot. Th- no, I'm talking they're, about – They're off the line, no, and, and to be realistic, it's been I'm a saying, fluctuation they're the line. in the last yeah. five years. It's been a fluctuation in the last five years. It's, they've, been losing, they've been losing players, whether the injury – Letting them go, trading them. It's been a fluctuation. Been playing his best ball in the last and so, what does Tom Brady do? Tom Brady's like, damn. No, bro. Tom Brady no, makes adjustments. bro. No, bro. Two thousand eight, when no. he had Randy Moss, he had the best season of one of the. He, he had one of the best seasons not, ever, bro. Numbers wise, bro. Offensive efficiency wise, Tom Brady's had the best couple seasons last couple years. Not numbers wise. What are you talking about? Now, I'm not talking about touchdowns. So when he won the Super Bowl in two thousand one, quarterback, or in two thousand four and two thousand three. What, 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 he didn't play good those years? He just won, he just played good enough? That, bro, why you put words in my mouth? I because those were some of his greatest years, these too. Last years, these last couple years, he's had a better rating than he did in those other years. And this is a fact. This is a fact, bro. Uh, no, we're looking at... We don't at, fact check here. We could do it. Do it. I'm just saying... What you want me to fact check? What you want me to do? We're looking at QBR ratings for the past couple years, last 10 years. All I'm saying is if we're looking at the single greatest player... Position regardless. We're like the single greatest player in football. It's got to be Tom Brady. Because we're talking about... And that's the whole reason why people don't put, you know, LeBron above... At some point, when you're talking about the GOAT, wins and championships have to come into account. They have to. When you're talking about greatest... I mean, here we go. I agree. Honestly, I agree. Because I make that argument for Jordan. I make the other argument for LeBron, and it's like, I get it, but like we said, I mean, Brady has been in the league way longer than Rodgers, so I'm not saying Rodgers, oh, like, you haven't had done everything Brady has done. Like, yo, no, you haven't even had been here as long as he has, and then when he could win fucking four more titles, mm-hmm. but we can't write that yet because he ain't do it. That's like saying Anthony Davis is better than KD. Yeah. This nigga don't have the resume to, for you to give the right to say that. Right. That's all it is. And it's like, if you're looking at greatest of all time, we got to look at Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana right now. In my opinion, I'm not, I'm not just trying to say, but that's my opinion. If we're talking GOAT, is those are the conversations. And then in five years, maybe seven, we'll put Aaron Rodgers in it. Because one championship, bro, one time going to the Super Bowl, how many playoff losses? That shit ain't gonna cut greatest quarterback of all time just because he could throw the ball any place on the field. Cause we've seen a lot of quarterbacks that could do that. Drew Brees is one of the best quarterbacks of all time when it goes down. And he got one Super Bowl. And Monday night he about to break Peyton record for most uh, yards. All he needs is Well, what is he gonna have? Fucking 149,000 passing yards? <laughs> this guy passes the ball like 
600 yards. I can't, I can't wait to see what what Rogers' final numbers are going to be for his career. That'll be dope, bro. Like we're going to be like, yeah, like we're going to be years, like bro. thirty something years old. Like, yo, we still can't have this conversation, bro. Because right now, <laughs> Rogers is thirty four. How old is Tom Brady? He's like 41. Like 40, 41, 42, something and like that. Aaron might have. See how many touchdowns Aaron's got? He's got three hundred something already. Yeah, because he has Jordy Nelson and Devontae Adams. <laughs> they have like 150 touchdowns. I'm trying to. He might have like 330 something. I'm trying to remember. Aaron Rodgers' career touchdown passes. Let's see. For his career, 320. 320. In. Let's see. Only 79 picks. In 10 years. In 10 years. He's throwing 320 with 79 interceptions. That's one thing, yo. Aaron Rodgers. But that's the thing. I'm not arguing like Aaron Rodgers isn't good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not an argument. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's not, not, not even. We just can't again. put him as GOAT. So it was kind of like a trap question where I was like, oh, who's the GOAT? Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Supposed to be like, nigga, Aaron Rodgers not even in the conversation. But it was cool that we had that little. Bro, I still can't believe Rodgers, that one year he won MVP. That man threw 45 touchdowns and six picks. That's it. Didn't he That's have, a- like, two interceptions in, like, week 12 or 13 of the year or something like that? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Andrew Luck. <clears throat> and it's not even like he doesn't take risks <clears throat> when he throws the ball. Oh, like, no, nah, yeah. It's not like he purposely, like, doesn't throw those balls. Like, mm-hmm. nah, It's not no. like Kendall Fuller doesn't drop interceptions to win the game. Right. <laughs> he throws the ball with like that that gold that gold halo on it. So when you mm-hmm. see it, it's like you get shot. If you ever like I, I know for a fact that you've seen the the faces on some of these players when they drop a pick from Aaron Rodgers. Like when they drop a ball that's drop history, picked, yeah. Because not many players have picked off an Aaron Rodgers pass. Like you see them on the sideline like oh like during the Buffalo game. <clears throat> I saw these dudes, they were so mad on the fucking bench. Like, I can't believe I so, dropped that shit. let's do this. Right now, Aaron Rodgers, four games. We know he's playing with a not-so-healthy knee. We know he he's actually, playing. for Sunday's game against the Lions, he's, he's off, off the, the injury, injury list. I saw that. Finally. Congrats. We'll see a healthy um, Rodgers. But so, even then, his numbers still aren't bad. Right. He has 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns, one interception. Completion percentage of 63%. But he's two one and one, so Danny. It what? should be three and one to be fair. Versus because the on that Vikings. play when when Clay sacked Kirk Cousins and Jair Alexander picked it off, and then the league came out and said it shouldn't have been a flag, and that would have been the game right there. So it sucks. Yeah, two one and one. Yeah, he's thrown seven interceptions. I mean, seven touchdowns. So Brady is three and two, sixty-seven percent completion percentage, uh, almost thirteen hundred yards, twelve fifty-nine. Averaging the same yards per attempt with seven. Twelve touchdowns. Six picks. Six interceptions. Yeah. So he's getting in the end zone a little more, but he's also turning it over. Honestly, he had those two picks against the Colts that were from tipped passes. Like, Yeah, not yeah. his fault. So that's four interceptions. It should be 12 and four, really. Exactly. Yeah. And Love has like two or three tipped passes. Mm-hmm. That's it's that. Crazy. But real quick, look at this. 13-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro, five-time Super Bowl champion. Three-time MVP, 2007 Offensive Player of the Year, 2007 Burt Bell Award, 2009 AP Comeback Player of the Year coming off the ACL surgery, 
2010 Offensive Player of the Year. Mm. Last year, he won the MVP as well. Um, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Almost had his sixth ring, too. At what, 39, 40? Tom Terrific. 40, yeah. Touchdown Tom. 40 when the Comeback kid. The Pharaoh. The Pharaoh. Or Sir. Sir. Whatever you want to call him. 6'4", 225 out of the University of Michigan. As much as I hated this guy growing up, I've just come to admire this man, bro. I really have come to admire this man. I say it every year. It's like, yeah, I'm a Dolphins fan, and like Patriots have ran rampant in the division for the last decade, but it's like... I can't help but to have respect for that man. Like that I've man. seen him win how all many, his Super Bowls how many, and lose. Um, yeah, yeah, how many yards does Brady have? How many yards does he have? Uh, uh, he has twelve fifty now, or career wise. Yeah, career wise, oh, Brady sixty seven thousand. Yeah. Okay. God Where did it say that? Right here. Yeah. Wow. Sixty seven thousand five hundred <clears throat> touchdowns, one hundred sixty six interceptions. Let's see what this is working with. 75 games. How many games has uh, Aaron Rodgers played, did we see? I don't remember. So let's go Aaron Rodgers, Andrew Luck. Oops. I have, why do I feel like Luck has thrown more picks than Rodgers oh, yeah. already? Oh, yeah. You oh, think? Yeah. Maybe. No. No? No. Nah, 79 is a lot. Yeah. Rodgers threw so Rodgers has thrown... 79 through 153 games and 320 touchdowns. Luck through 75 games has thrown 144 touchdowns. Yo, 73 seven picks, three <laughs> interceptions. Yo, Rodgers has thrown six more picks than Andrew Luck. In, in half as many games. But, but Literally. That's but, let's also but let's also talk about the Colts. Offensive line. And what Luck has to do, like, he has to throw them back into games. I mean, we've seen them come back from how He's many He's averaging how many, like, how many fucking pass attempts a game. 60 like, passes a game. Like, fucking 48 yeah, pass yeah, attempts a game he's averaging right yeah, now. So, Andrew Luck, the, the whole team is his arm. Like, the run game is his arm. The play action is his arm. The short game is his arm. The punt is even his arm when he throws the interception downfield. So, um, Shit, he's got better numbers than Brady right now. But, yeah, he's thrown for 1,500 yards. 12, 12 touchdowns and five interceptions this year. Three-time pro, pro bowler. He's never beat Brady. He's only six against yeah. the Patriots. And Brady's never beat Rodgers. Isn't that funny? It's funny how that works. That's fun. That is. Look how we're talking about Hey, them. but we play them again this season. We got a Patriots-Packers this year. That's going to be nice. In December, Fox, is it? Or I, in November? I want to say it's in November, maybe. Nice. It's like one of the Patriots' next games, like one of their next three nice. games. All right, so before we end this episode, um, let's just go over three good games that we think. We're going to see this weekend, and we'll start with Pittsburgh, Atlanta. And the main question for this is, like, does the loser of this game make the playoffs still? No. Pittsburgh is 2-1-1, and one, if I'm not mistaken. No, they're... They have a losing record. They're 1-2-1. One, 1-2-1. One, one. One, one. One, one. Yeah. Yeah. Pittsburgh is 1-2-1. and one. Bro, the Steelers are trash. And Atlanta's probably, what, 1-3? <clears throat> Atlanta one is three. one and three. Yep. So, I mean, we're gonna see Calvin Ridley mm-hmm. up the middle. We might see Julio Jones score his first touchdown this year. Well, he is listed as questionable, so we'll see if he plays, yeah, we'll see because the Steelers' defense is canceled. 
until mm-hmm. further notice. Yeah, exactly. They're doing construction there. We don't want to see anything. I feel so bad for Ryan Shazier still, and you could just see how much he meant to that defense because once that game ended against Cincinnati last year, shattered. They would have beat Jacksonville. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not happening. So um, I think the Falcons are going to benefit because they – are going to have a Devontae Freeman, right? Maybe he's listening. They should. He, mean, had, he, he didn't play last week. He said, "Well, he said he's he said he feels good to play, but they haven't it, cleared him. Yeah, clearly. yeah. Are the team going to play? Right. We don't know. Um, Julio Coleman Jones is a questionable. Coleman hasn't been bad. Um, Matt Ryan has been pretty good. <laughs> he's been pretty. Good. Calvin Ridley's already got six touchdowns on the season. Exactly, rookie of the month, and it's week five. Man got six touchdowns. Yeah, who, Julio who's got still, zero, he's bro. Still the team, but he's still leading the team in yards. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, he'll get everything. Exactly. Except the touchdown. But it's still the same problem from last year. Like scoring. Can't get him in the yeah. end zone. He should be the end. biggest red zone threat. He really should. Um, I think he might find the end zone this week if he plays versus Pittsburgh. Uh, Odell's trying to get his first fucking touchdown this week too. I don't think. Carolina? I don't think Ben Ben Roethlisberger has been struggling with Antonio Brown to find him. And I think what's well, obvious that Le'Veon Bell's presence not being there is is just affecting them in the worst ways because James Conner came in, you know, he started playing pretty good in the last few weeks. I mean, it's you really been, only had that one game. No, he had two good games. He had two good games. He had and the game versus... What uh, was that tweet? Well, the game versus Tampa Bay was like a gritty game. That Treat he had me now. Ben Roethlisberger is like... He had a good fourth by. quarter. Oh, word. <laughs> no, Antonio Brown said that if he could compare his like Ben? Oh yeah, like his his connection to Big Ben, he'd say it's like spotty Wi Fi. Damn. I but mean, it's true, this, the numbers show. Year, yeah, this year it shows. There's like a twenty seven percent completion percentage or something like Juice, that. Juju's been getting mo- most of the love mm-hmm. this, this season. Yeah. Who you guys think wins this game? Atlanta. I think Atlanta wins the game, just outscores them. I have Pittsburgh win this game because I feel like Atlanta has like way too many injuries. Like it's like the in the, in the defensive back. Yeah, their whole defense yeah. is just diminished. Exactly, except Vic yeah, Beasley. Like that's. But the, if we're gonna go, got, all right. Yeah. So it's gonna be an offensive game. You think you think the Steelers are are gonna be able to? <clears throat> you know what I mean. I mean the Steelers. Like I said, the Steelers are at home, and the Steelers are still. I, know, in the, and the Steelers, I think Matt Ryan's better than Ben right now at this right. point in their careers. Yeah. And I think the defenses just kind of cancel out because they're both trash and hurt right now. I feel like I'd probably give the edge to Matt Ryan, honestly, especially with Devontae Freeman coming back. It might come down to the running game. It might. But like I said, Devontae Freeman's still questionable, and even if he does come back, we don't know how healthy he's going to be. It could be yeah. like a Leonard Fournette situation where he comes back and then re-aggravates. Like tweaks it again. Yeah, re-aggravates yeah. the same injury. We don't know. Right. So I have Pittsburgh winning this game. Like I said, they're at home. I mean, Atlanta has, you know, questions all over the board. Like I said, even Julio. So, I just don't see – I don't see them having enough. If it's going to come out to a shootout, I don't see them having enough to keep up with um, with Pittsburgh. Well, all right. Um, Jacksonville, you know, Jalen Ramsey's team. Mm-hmm. You know, the quarterback. He'd be talking a lot of smack. Um, versus – he wants all the smoke. The Pat Mahomes show. Showtime Mahomes. 
Show Holmes. <laughs> um, we Record, saw what he did recording against... Recording the podcast with my homies. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we saw what he did on Monday night against a really good defense. Uh, divisional Denver. Opponent. Yes, divisional Prime opponent. In the mile. In the mile. Shot put throws. Um, Mahomes is for real, bro. Yes, he oh, we were bro. talking about that, I remember? But I think, I think we have to hold on to Mahomes real quick and then single out this matchup between... Jalen Ramsey and Tyreek Hill. Now, Tyreek Hill was asked about the matchup he had with Jalen Ramsey. Well, hold on, we got to respect this man. He wants to be known as Cheetah. 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 He, no. said, he said he's excited for the opportunity to go up against the best at his position. It was nothing but respect between the yeah. two. I saw the headlines. Oh, the no. headlines were picking shit. No, 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 mm. no. I saw the damn. The headlines were I saw Jalen Ramsey at the podium, and Jalen Ramsey was like, they asked him, you know, about, about Tyreek Hill. And he's like, well, listen, I mean, you got to understand, this guy is an all-pro specialist, not a receiver, specialist, kick returner, pro bowler, kick returner, not a receiver. So we're really, you know, we're really, this isn't really a matchup we should be, this is a specialist, and he said it like four or five times, reiterating the fact that he's not a true wide receiver, and um, you know that smirk he has on his face when he's talking shit? Yeah. yeah, that boy mad. Sassy. No respect for nobody. <laughs> that boy don't care about nobody. You could tell him, "Yo, you're the greatest." He'd be like, "I know," and you're trash. He's the best corner in the league. He is. He could talk like he that because he backs it up. I love it. It's prime time, Junior. We didn't have. We didn't. We didn't really have. I mean, who's the biggest corner trash talker? Richard Sherman was. Richard Sherman was. was. Our, but he wasn't flashy. Jalen Ramsey's like flashy, you get what I'm saying? Like Richard Sherman is just good. He was just he was solid, composed, composed, composed and solid. solid. No, 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 no. Of course he had the the, the, the nastiness, but he was like smooth. You know, it was like easy for him. Ramsey's like Ramsey just Ramsey's like young. yeah, he's like fly. Yeah, yeah. He you know he get the ball and he started wilding like not only that, but Richard Sherman played on one side of the field. He was a product of the defense. He yeah. played that zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ramsey's gonna guard your best player. Man, up. we've seen we've seen him guard Gronk. Like that's how prime time does. And he like, shut he like, Gronk down. Yeah, Two like, catches, like, fifteen yards. Like Patrick Peterson, like he's gonna go up against your best player. Mm-hmm. So and Patrick Peterson's not even one of the biggest talkers, and he's a man to man corner. Mm-hmm. He'll guard anybody. Um, Adam Jones obviously From was Miami. a big talker. Adam Jones. Huh, nah, Revis, nah, that's what we were talking about. The media kind of talked for him with the whole yeah. Revis Island Revis thing. Island. He yeah. never said nothing. Um, Asante Samuel was a talker. I remember him. Um, Jair Alexander's a talker. I don't know if you've seen him, but yeah. That's lit. Josh, Josh Norman. Josh, Josh Allen oh, was getting in, in Jair Alexander's face. He shoved him to the ground. Josh, like, Norman Josh Norman is a talker. And then got spoken on. <laughs> Yeah, I mean Odell. My Odell favorite Josh Norman moment was when he called out Amari Cooper and Crabtree, yeah. and then both of them didn't do shit yeah, when they played. I like that game versus Odell when they both lost their cool, mm-hmm. and Odell yeah. had a game winning touchdown. Oh, <laughs> he did him too. dirty, stepped over him. To leave too. Keep to leave. Oh yeah. Can't stand this guy. Ripping chains off. Keep yeah. to leave. Yo, everybody got something to say. You don't realize everybody got something to say about Crabtree. Yeah. Sherm, right. To leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crabtree's out here looking soft now. Now that I realize it, like everybody calling out his play. Yeah, Crabtree letting these corners get away with way too much, man. But now I'm 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 looking forward to this matchup, and this this is gonna be. I mean, I already think that Mahomes is proven, but this is gonna be a matchup. 
Hell yeah. This, this, you know, this is... Does Mahomes throw his first pick of the season? Ooh, that's a... Ooh, that's a good... That's a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I think if it's going to be versus anybody, it'll be versus Jacksonville. I think we're already in week five. I mean... For him to come out five weeks straight... I think he throws two. And throw 13 interceptions, 13 touchdowns... I'll take... And no, and no interceptions, picks. that'd be beyond me. He's actually at 14. Two touchdowns, two picks. What I think is, what was that? He's at 14. He's at 14. 14 with no interceptions. Mm-hmm. Going, going, he's at home versus Jacksonville. One o'clock game. The pressure that the line is going to put on him is going to make him make a bad decision. I think it's just, you know, it's normal. It's not yeah, to, to talk, it's not to criticize. Yeah, that was the line struggled against Denver. And you saw how he had to escape and run out of the pocket and make plays on his own. They now, said, yeah. I think it's just got Calais when Campbell they're that much faster and that him, much bro. stronger. Dante Fowler in them. All game. They, and you know they're going to you know bring Miles Jack, mm-hmm. Telvin Smith. They're going to mm-hmm. bring pressure. Corner blitzes. They're going to mm-hmm. bring pressure. Duh. They said, I think he set a record for most yards outside of a pocket with 192. Yeah. Yeah, yards. Yards. Throwing outside of the pocket. Most I ever. think he throws for two touchdowns. No, he's going to throw his I think he could get two he's, touchdowns. He's going to do two and two. That's how I'm feeling. Yeah. Ooh, like two and two. Foul. Like he that. thought he was a guy. <coughs> I kind of feel that. I, I don't think Kareem that. Hunt That's the vibe I'm getting for He's going to have a great game. I think Jacksonville is just solid on defense. Mm-hmm. And they're 3 and 1 for a reason. So okay. Ultimately, who well, what do we y'all, take? Yeah. yeah. Who do y'all have? No, I got Kansas City. I still think the Chiefs are going to win. Kansas City got offensive power. Yeah. Jacksonville can't score. So we're all on Kansas City. Except Shit, for me. Because I got Saxonville. <coughs> on the road? On the road. I got Saxonville. So you think they're the ones that um throw the tomatoes at the Mahomes show? Only because, if it's, if it's going to be anybody, like because, you said. That's a fact. Only because, like I said, Jacksonville's defense is so great. And then on top of that, Kansas City has the worst ranked defense. Their defense is booty cheeks. And, I mean... From what we've seen, Still at least, high. from what we've seen this 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 year, Blake Bortles can has been efficient, and he's not you know besides the one game against New England where he just showed out, he's just shown that he can sustain a drive. And when you got the best defense in the league, if you can sustain a drive, the less minutes your defense plays, they can give it their all. Mm-hmm. So not to mention Mahomes, he'll he'll probably be checking it down to yeah. TJ Yeldon, Yeldon all Cole, afternoon, bro. So yeah. Mahomes is going to get all of that Jacksonville defense because Bortles is obviously he's capable of having a good game. <sighs> yeah, he is for sure. Um, Bortles threw a pick and three of the four games this season. Don't look for Kansas City's defense to be uh, too I'm bad. Not, I'm just looking at Bortles. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Not. No, I'm saying don't look at them to be too bad. I think yeah. they they held Case Keenum and and the Broncos with a with a good offense to how many points? Twenty three. Twenty three. Twenty three. Okay, they had that that late touchdown, right? They scored. They a, scored with like under a minute. Um, but Case Keenum also fucked up that throw to Demarius Thomas. Yes, he did. He overthrew. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He overthrew. They should have won that game. Yeah, and I should have won money, but we ain't gonna talk about that. You see. Just to let everybody know, Justin thought 
the Chiefs were going to lose to the Broncos. And he put his money up with it. <clears throat> Listen, you got to try to plan for the upset. I you're right, that you're right, be. you're right. That's what you do on <laughs> Saturdays. You go to the bookie on Saturdays with the upsets, all right? Sundays aren't for upsets with your money. <laughs> Sundays are for Tom Brady's going to win. And I'm taking the over. Like I said, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I still like my homes. I still think she's legit, but for the second, I like my homes too. <laughs> but for the second straight week, I'm picking against my homes just because. Like so you just kind of hating now? He lost oh you the bread last nah, week. Now you want him to lose. Nah, now he nah, want. I'm not you want him to win. You gonna um, learn today? We'll see. I'm not hating. I'm uh, just big on that Jacksonville defense. So we got three three uh, Chiefs and, and one one sacks. Mm. So let's go to the last game. Of the episode, and it's gonna be a rematch of the NFC Championship. Your Super Bowl champions with Carson Wentz back again, coming off of a loss versus an AFC South team trying to make a name for themselves again, Tennessee Titans versus the Minnesota. Who are these guys not acting like they are the Vikings? Listen, man, the league done figured out their defense. <laughs> it's a wrap for Minnesota, bro. Wow. Taking this I don't shit. think so. Wow. Okay, it. remember, this is an NFC North guy. I don't think so, bro. They figured him out, bro. Anthony Barr been, let Josh Allen hurdle his ass. Been, it hasn't even been bad defense. It's been un, up to par, basically. They're not what we expected. Because Kirk be. Cousins is mediocre. But Kirk Cousins' mm. mediocre ass has 10 touchdowns. Look what he did to your Packers, though. And look what he did to the Rams. He lost against us. Oh, yeah, but and then look what he did to the Rams defense. In a, in a perfect world. <laughs> in a perfect world. He lost world. against he lost. us. No, nah, he threw a perfect he pass threw. to Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. Ooh. And he was putting up points against the Rams. So Honestly, uh. we've seen the Vikings falter once against the Bills. That was, that was a fumble. That was a bad game. Very terrible. Let Josh Allen go for twenty seven on you. So that that was their one miss. But since then, it's been that's a bad. They miss. put up numbers. Now that is a bad miss. No, since but they still keep the numbers. Since they last played Philly in the NFC Championship, that defense has gone missing. That defense missing. I told you the league figured it out. I mean, I mean, they're still missing Everson Griffin on some. I think it's if I do. Uh, believe I think there's some like off the field issues going on. I mean, they don't have Everson Griffin right now. Praying that he figures everything yeah. out mentally. Yeah, know, yeah, there's some off yeah. the field things he's going through. Um, yeah, there. like you said, I mean, I I really didn't expect the de- I really didn't expect the defense to be like this. I really didn't going into the year. You know, and especially like, I, and I would understand that if you know the offense is doing. Bad, but it's like Kirk Cousins putting up numbers. Dalvin Cook, yeah, he hasn't been healthy, but it's like, I mean, it's like now it's to the point where the defense is hurting the offense. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like his Kirk Cousins, like he just got to keep putting up, putting up, putting up points because he knows the defense isn't going to sustain. Yeah, they have Rhodes, the 19th ranked defense right now. Rhodes, we haven't seen Rhodes. Barr, we haven't seen. I mean, Harrison Smith is doing all he can. Oh, and they have the worst running. Running game in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Six best offensive passing, worst running game. They're better on offense than on defense, as we did not expect, like you just said. Um, 
It's just and they're playing Carson Wentz, and Carson Wentz is somebody who's going to come in and light him up. And this is this is somebody who wanted to play them in the NFC Championship, so he's probably going to have is Alshon that. back. Yeah, Alshon came back yeah. last week, and he's coming off of a loss. So I feel it's like Carson Wentz. Back. Yeah, he played last week with a freaking fracture in his spine, and I think that Dalvin's out, if I'm not mistaken. I saw he was questionable. I mean, man. he's questionable, but it's most likely leaning towards out. At this point, these dudes. The NFL is crazy, bro. Everybody gets hurt. The Eagles have led an average of 20, 20 and a half points a game this season. Their defense has not come back. About 22 and a half. Their defense has not been the same as last season. That's a fact. And both their team, both these teams are slacking. You know, the Colts. They're not playing as well as they should. We be. took them to Either the limit. Mm-hmm. You know, two weeks ago. I feel like the Vikings find it this week. Yeah. And just don't let them do what they did last year to them and, and dismantle them. Yeah. That's fair. I don't see the Eagles winning this easy. Like, I don't even know if the Eagles win it. But being at home, I think it does help them. And um, the fact that Dalvin Cook might not play and they do have the worst running game in the league and the Eagles have a really good front seven, I think the Eagles win this game. And Carson Wentz, like I said, I feel like he was itching to play last year so bad against the Falcons and against the... Vikings or whoever they had to play in the playoffs and he didn't get to play at home, it's going to be the same type of energy there. I think the Eagles come out with the victory. They're coming off an overtime loss to Tennessee, and I know they're mad off last week. That was once his first game. Second Second game. Play versus Indy was his first game. So that's that. I also have Minnesota in this game just because it's a must win. I mean, it's to be honest, like I said, we're going to look back and obviously – we see how bad the defense is playing. But at the same time, it just gets to a point where you, you know, gave Kirk Cousins all this money, guaranteed all of it. And as great as he's playing, he's going to have to play great enough to win you a game. Yeah. I mean, you're in a two-game slump. I mean, like I said, he's put he's put up numbers. Obviously not against Buffalo. The whole, that was a whole team after the whole team mm-hmm. just did bad. But we've seen him, you know, obviously. It's a long season, man. You know yeah, what I'm exactly. saying? It's a long season. And and Green Bay isn't doing the best. The, the Bears are number one in their division. So, they, like, if we got to worry about anybody, we got to worry about Chicago. So, right now, they just got to focus on one game at a time. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, focus one game at a time. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got a chance to beat the defending champs who they murked you last year in the same situation. Mm-hmm. So, don't embarrass yourselves again. And then it's next week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when you got your chance against the Packers, the Bears, and the Lions, you win those games. Yeah. So, there's always a chance. And it's, it's week five. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, these I, games are going to run deep. These three games that yeah. we pointed out today are going to run deep for later in the season to set up, you know, what it'll be. So. Y'all want to talk about the fight tomorrow? We're coming. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I got Habib. Why? Okay. Why, why, do you, why do you have Habib not burn money men enough? I feel like Connor's men too too all over the place. Especially as of recent. In what Habib aspect? Habib is... In the, like, he... I mean, yeah, kind of... He's used to having the camera on him. He's used to being that obnoxious one. All eyes on me. I'm the one to win. It's my story. That's and that. This and that. But we've seen him do that and lose. So I don't think it's too far to say that against somebody who's ready, who's consistently been doing this, 29-0 and 0 or 28-0. It's 26-0. 26-0. 26-0, no, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I just think Khabib has that. 
Alright, well, the point that I will make is as far as UFC career, not just mixed martial arts, UFC career, Connor's only lost one time in the UFC, even though he is 21 and 3. He only lost, yeah, he lost the one to Nate Diaz, you know, submission, which I, even though he lost, he. He went up in the weight No, but the thing about that was the whole time, and that's that was the first attempt when, because he was the 145 champ at that time, and that was the first attempt when he tried to, you know, hold the featherweight belt and then the lightweight belt. You know, he was trying to hold two belts at the same time. He was supposed to fight uh, Rafael uh, Dosanos, or his Dosanos got hurt. They still wanted Conor to fight. So who calls to make, who makes yeah. the fight? Nate Diaz. Now, mind you, Conor was expecting to fight Rafael. He took the fight on a, it was a three-day notice, you know, before the fight. So you've been training, you know, how many weeks, months to train to fight this one person. Now you're fighting Nate Diaz. Totally different game. Submission specialist. is tied for the most. Submission victories in UFC. Guy. Longer. Height advantage. And weight advantage. Conor fought that fight at 152. Nate Diaz is 170. So there's no excuse. Like it's no excuse. It's excuse. But no, you can't use excuse. If we're gonna say he lost, then this is what it was. You exactly. know what I'm and, like, and that's my not point. Like he lost to Khabib. You know what I'm saying? It's not exactly. like he lost to Jose Aldo, or you know what I mean, or none of these dudes. And yeah, Khabib was 26 and 0. But when he fought uh, Jose, everyone's saying, "Oh, you know, Jose hasn't. Jose hasn't lost a fight in 10 years." Conor slept him. In 14 seconds. All it takes... Connor is the most precise... He's explosive. He's the most precise fighter yeah, I've ever seen. He's the most precise... His... No no shot of his is wasted. Every shot that he takes is to set up something else. In he, UFC, though, not he, boxing. No, no, <laughs> oh, no, of course not. Of course <laughs> not. No, of course not. No, no, you're right. And no, you see, it's like, he's like a, it's like a chess match for him. Yeah. Everything sets up something else. And... Yeah, people see, you know, Connor's loud and obnoxious. I mean, but that's just how Connor is, and that's who Connor is. Ring, it's business. It, exactly. And yeah. that and that's who he is. And that's why they say, yo, when from the moment that you're scheduled to fight Connor, that's when the fight starts. It starts before you even in the octagon. Oh, he, gets in your head. he gets in your head. But people don't realize like Connor works twenty four seven mixed martial arts. Like he stays at this. He dissects everything that you, he knows your weaknesses. He knows what you like, what you don't like. Connor plans and trains for everything. So people want to say, oh, it's been two years. It's not like, you know, when Ronda had fought Amanda Nunez and how she came, you know, how she came off the you know, fight from Holly Holm, right. got knocked out. Yeah. You know, she got, you know, and she, and she had to come back from an injury. And I don't think she was training as much as Connor was. Connor stays in game shape all year round. Right. Like I said, in the way the way he plans for literally everything an opponent likes to do, I've never seen it. So yeah, Khabib the only thing I see Khabib having on Connor is the ground game. But then again, Connor people said the same thing about Eddie Alvarez when he fought Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez was the bigger frame, like stick to the ground. Connor didn't I think he stopped. He stopped every attempt that Eddie Alvarez tried to get him on the ground. Every attempt he stopped. You know, because Connor plans. Like I said, he plans for everything. He puts on the necessary weight, does whatever. So he knows that Khabib's going to go to the ground early, and 
Khabib does a lot of stuff that leaves him open to strikes. You can't, there's no exchanging with Connor. Everybody that Connor's fought has said, wow, like I didn't know he had that much power. I, was, I wasn't ready for that. I didn't, you know, you want to look at him. At the, that left hand and that reach, all it takes is one. That's all it takes is one. When, when you get one going, you get a fighter, you know, punch, you know, punch junk. All it takes is one. <laughs> so I definitely got Connor in this fight. I think, you know, he's hungry. You know, this this is the sport that he loves. This is his sport. And I think first he, fight he back. first fight back and he a has a and he change. has a point to prove. And like he said, it is my, like he never lost. He never really lost the belt. He got stripped, yeah, because he wasn't fighting, which was rightfully so. You know, you had other fighters busting yeah. their ass, yeah. you know, you know, still working on the end. And, you know, Dana White didn't know if he was going to come back because, I mean, he made so much money off the Mayweather fight. But like I said, I think, yeah, Conor loves money. He's made it apparent. But I think he loves the competition more. And, and the, he just wants to be the all-time great. He want, that's, that's what really drives him every day is just to be the greatest of all time. And Khabib has never seen anything like McGregor. Yeah, that's one thing. So I definitely. So I don't see this. I don't see this fight going past round three. I got Connor in the second round by TKO. We can end it right there. All Things Sports Podcast, episode three, season two. Thank you for listening. Waking up, realizing this is real life All this paper, no one hating, no one in my near sight I've been stacking cake so high, that shit might be LeBron hype Staying patient like I'm on my phone, in the waiting room Never snooze, I'm not trying to lose, cause I got shit to prove Gotta keep my groove, and I keep that strong So my eyes like won't, nigga say song He gon' wish his ass said nah, better run fast like Zoom I be counting cash like ooh, first class flight when I flew When we land, it's a different view, ooh It's a blessing when your money right for the simple things get your back up i ain't hating i'm just saying that brown on your feet got the birds flocking for the moment you don't own it you probably owe it my tricks on the bitch i feel like i'm chris angel agile we triangles a cute chick when you the pool hips chris popping on the walk-in ss gear shift y'all pull out with them cruisers captain quarters to the pool deck i see you later